Okay, welcome back to Journalistic Integrity, Bachelor Edition, joined by Lauren Yetzi, as always. And as predicted, Matt picks Rachel over Michelle, but he does not propose. Instead, he wants to continue dating her at the end of the show. Then we go to the after rows, and we all know what has happened with the photos of Rachel, and that was what turned the tides for Matt and he broke up with Rachel after those photos were released and he talked to her. He actually hadn't talked to her since he broke up with her between the time that they saw each other on the after Rose finale. So we kind of saw this coming. The, we, the tea leaves were there. Um, but what, what was your initial reaction to anything that, that happened in this episode? Overall, you know what, I'll say it. This was a lame ending to a lame season. I just, ugh, I don't know. I mean, I truthfully, like, I don't think we've had an ending like this as long as I've been watching The Bachelor. I, I feel like everybody's at least, there's been an engagement or some type of proposal at the end of it, whether it works out or not. Um, and, you know, I believe Matt is doing what was best for him, but... I can't say I didn't see this coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was, there were a lot of spoils, spoilers out there and we kind of saw this coming. And so I agree. It was not, not a great season and it was just very messy from, from the beginning. So let's just quickly go through the episode. So it starts um, where Matt is meeting with his brother, John, who seems like the man. And he reminds me yeah. of a brother in previous episodes, I think last season where, he, he seemed like straight, like a straight up good guy and was like, not, he, he had a good BS detector where he was asking good questions and, and really trying to figure things out. Uh, meets with his mom, his mom, like really sweet, got really emotional in talking with Michelle and Rachel, but Michelle meets with the family. And I thought, look, I haven't been the biggest Michelle guy the whole, the whole time. Everybody knows that, but it did seem like there's a, a deeper kind of connection with Michelle and the family at least more so than Rachel. Did you get that same sense? I'd have to agree. And she just, I don't know, she just fit in so well to their family. Um, she kind of reminded me of his mom in some ways, just super sweet, super genuine. Um, so yeah, I would have to agree with that. She also is just, she's older, you know, she has a little bit more experience under her belt. And I think that was evident too, um, just with the conversations that they had. Right. And and so that that was it was an emotional meeting with the family and, and the mom seemed really supportive. And then we go to Rachel's and there's a difference. So Rachel didn't feel like it clicked as naturally as like you said with Michelle. But on the other hand, her and Matt's when they lock eyes for the first time, you, you can feel that excitement between the two. And it's pretty obvious. And it felt like Matt uh, with Rachel and his family was trying harder to like kind of convince his family that like, this is the girl and he wanted everything to go really smoothly because he really liked this girl. Uh, what, what were your takeaways from the first Rachel and, and family meet? Yeah. So it's funny because I feel like every season, even though it's down to two, you can always tell which one he's kind of leaning towards because they're almost like fighting for that one more than the other. And that was definitely the case with Rachel. Um, I mean, you can definitely see 
the love that they have for each other. And I think his family was able to see that. I kind of thought um, his brother, John, liked Rachel a little bit more than Michelle. I don't know. I kind of just got that vibe that they hit it off really well. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. I don't know. I think the family loved both of them. I think they both, you know, fit in really well with the family. So you couldn't lose. Right. Truly. And the constant theme, whether it's with Michelle or Rachel, he really didn't seem confident overall in who he's going to propose to and if he was going to propose to anybody, which we obviously know turned out he did not end up proposing to anybody. Um, so then he meets with Michelle again and they go repelling and they stop like halfway through kiss <laughs> halfway down the, the wall. Then they go back down and, and then at the end of the date, he ends up breaking it off with Michelle and he breaks it off and then he gets out of that house real quickly and scampers out real quick with the hug and, and Michelle brings it up in the, after the final rose uh, that she was like broken and really needed like closure with him, which, which makes sense. Um, what, what, did you see anything with that breakup? Did you think it was, it wasn't a good move or it's kind of like a lose, lose position where you're breaking up with somebody on live TV. Like you're not really going to knock this out of the part. Yeah. So a few things. One, I absolutely love their date. I'm so jealous. Anytime they like repel down a building because I want to do that so bad, especially since you're attached to something like you're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but I think the turning point with this date was when she brought out the jerseys, which like, obviously that was a producer thing. They don't have access to anything right. in the house or the hotel, whatever. So um, totally a producer move, which is fine. But you could see his face when he lifted up and it said, Mrs. James, he was like done right then and there. He's like, I cannot visualize it with this girl. I need to end this right now, which I respect. I don't think you should drag it out and wait for, you know, the proposal thing or whatever. Um, so I respect him for that, but I, I really did feel bad for Michelle because I don't think he gave her any indication that he had these feelings until that moment. Um, right. And you can see that with, you know, how brokenhearted she was. And I totally get it. And I also think it's shady that he didn't give her any time whatsoever to talk with him. Like, I'm sure that again was a producer thing, but it sounded like after the final rose um, that it was more so Matt saying, I don't want to talk to you. Right. Right. Yeah. So he, he ended up, apparently they, they reached out, Hey, do you want to talk to Michelle? And I guess he said, no, that it was kind of fuzzy on that. Cause Matt seemed like he wasn't really that aware one thing I, I love the Jersey gift, uh, just like you said, maybe it was a producer, but he was number 23 with James on the back and you can't do that because of LeBron James. So whenever anyone <laughs> sees that Jersey, they're going to think LeBron James and not Matt James. So my only, only qualm with that is any number, but 23, because people are going to immediately think of LeBron. So I didn't even get, catch that. So yeah, point. well, <laughs> that's, that's all I'm thinking is like, how does this relate to sports? Um, yeah, that's off limits. But then there's after only the, one James, only one 23 James. Oh, there could only be one. Uh, yeah, James 23. <laughs> so we go from that to the infamous Chris Harrison talk. And this is, it's always underwhelming where um, the clip that they show in all the previews of the episodes where it's been Matt sitting with Chris and saying like, I have no, no idea what to do. Or he says, no, I'm not okay, is the quote. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like Colton with the fence thing. There's always this one clip. They're usually underwhelming. This one was probably more underwhelming than most of them because it was just <laughs> kind of like a heart to heart with Chris Harrison. And, um, and so he says he's not okay. And then uh, he's like, I don't want to see Rachel right now. I need more time to think about stuff. And then 
all time part. Um, so Chris has to go to Rachel's room and she's gotten dressed, makeup on, and and she looks great. She she probably looks better than any girl has looked on this season um, ever. So props to Rachel. But she, uh, so Chris scampers up to her room and he's got a he's a little messenger. And so Rachel opens the door and Chris is like leaning against the door frame, kind of like pinned like that, like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and it reminded me of like a movie scene where you've got like some bad boy dude that pulls up to a girl's house and he's like, hey, want to come uh, hop on my motorcycle? Let's take a let's take a spin around the block. And that's exactly the vibes I was getting from Chris Harrison. And, and so that was the unintentional comedy part of the episode. Yeah, you know, I love I love Chris Harrison, but he is so cringy sometimes, um, you know, like when he's talking with Matt and it's a serious talk and Matt's obviously upset and Chris is like, how are you? How, how are you doing? Sorry about that, man. It's like, all right, just go away. Just just leave him leave him be like it's just so uncomfortable. And the racial thing, too. I'm just like, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. And the handshakes between uh, Chris and Matt, where Chris yeah. is like, oh, I, I know what to do. And <laughs> it, we know like ninety nine point nine percent of the time he, he does handshakes. And so Absolutely. those are those are always fun to watch, too. Um, so the ring dude comes in and it, not really much to talk about that unless you wanted to add stuff, but Matt, yes, obviously actually, wasn't into it. Go, I do have go ahead. To say. Um, so this is the first time I feel like I've heard Neil Lane really talk. Like he was, he was spitting some, some inspiration here. Um, he was giving Matt some advice, which I'm like, what the heck? This is new. <laughs> he took the youngster under his wing to show him. Show yeah. him the he always is just the ring guy who helps him pick out a ring. And he's like talking about love and this and that. And I'm like, what is happening here? Neil yeah Neil took like his his two minutes of fame he's like all right I'm gonna make the most out of this and, and spit some fire for uh yeah youngster but um okay so we got the ring guy and then we get the meet me at the lake note um from Matt or producer to Rachel and kind of an odd odd note meet me at the lake it's a little ominous um but his setup his little hut that he had where he was waiting for Rachel was pretty cool I like yeah, that the little hut hut in the woods um, and so he's got the final rose, Rachel comes in brace and he says like, he starts it off like, Hey, we're not gonna, this isn't going to work out. I can't, I don't want to engage. And then he's like, but I would like to like continue dating you. Um, I was, I, I don't know. I guess I wasn't shocked. Cause I didn't think he was ready to get engaged from uh, the beginning, but, um, I was also kind of surprised that he's like, Oh, I want to continue dating rather than just scrapping it, scrapping it all. Right. Here's my thing with Matt. I feel like this episode and a lot of this season was very focused on his dad and his mom's relationship. And, you know, we found out that his dad cheated on his mom. His mom was a single parent, raised him and his brother. Um, and I feel like he holds a lot of resentment towards his dad. And he just seems really angry over it, which, you know, rightfully so. If that had happened, you know, in my family, I would feel the exact same way, but there comes a point in time when you have to just grow from that experience and not hold in those emotions um, to a point where it's not allowing you to move forward. And I feel like that was the thing that was holding Matt back and he couldn't get past that. He couldn't get past those feelings of like, oh, if I propose to this woman and it doesn't work out, like I'm just repeating history. Um, Cause it's, you know, he's a stand up guy. He's not his dad, you know, and I think he needs 
to take that experience and try and be better from that experience rather than like holding it against himself, you know? Right, right. Yeah, he definitely was. And it seemed like it was dictating some of his decision making because he didn't want to repeat the trend of what yeah. happened. And, and so, yeah, I understand that. And then, you know, I guess you get a therapist. That's what therapists are for to like work you through those childhood trauma stuff. So, right. Um, but yeah, it is a tough situation for him regardless. Cause you know, that's probably on the forefront of his mind all the time in relationships. And he talks about, I don't like opening up and, and who knows, I'm not going to psychoanalyze him, but maybe that is uh, residual from what he's experienced in his own family. Um, so yeah, we, we get the wrap up, um, happily ever after they hug, they're happy. They tell each other, they love each other a bunch. And so everything, he gives her the last throws, everything's happy. Then we go to the after show and it's just, everything's ruined because we all kind of knew what happened. And, and so we have Emmanuel Acho, who is a sports guy. Uh, he was ESPN now Fox sports. So he was in for after the rose. And, and so it starts with Michelle and she's on solo and then matt comes on and he started she roasted him a little bit um about like the the saying like thank you for sharing with me and oh, yeah. like <laughs> driving open, uh, opening his eyes Just or kissing. having his eyes closed when he kisses and maybe she did the, the knee thing too i'm not sure but uh she she threw some jabs and she and she told him straight she up did. like I, I was hurt when you did that to me what what were your takeaways from from them too so I love Emmanuel Acho first off. I think he did an awesome job last night. Um, but, you know, I'm proud of Michelle for sticking up for herself because I feel like that's the toughest thing, especially if you come in second, like you just, you get broken up with and that's it. It's see you later. You might never see this person again. And that's so hard. You need that closure. And so I'm glad that she was able to get the closure that she needed to move on. Right, right. Yeah. And she, uh, she had a good showing. I mean, she did. I'm not like the, the biggest uh, Michelle person, but I, the more I saw of her, the more I liked her. And um, so she, she was trending up. Um, and then, and then we get into the Rachel and the Matt uh, discussions with Emmanuel and we don't have to talk about it that much because they did a much better job. Emmanuel did uh, talking about that. So there's really no sense us trying to pick apart what was said. Um, but it was, uh, it, it seemed like a productive conversation and it seemed like, Rachel was invested in growing from it. And Matt was like looking forward to seeing her progress, stuff like that. Um, so that, that was the rest of the after the rose, except there was one last thing and they trot out good old Katie and Michelle comes back yeah. out. And so it looks like they're going back to back bachelorette seasons uh, with maybe a bachelor in paradise in between them, but they're going Katie first. And I think she starts filming in a couple of weeks. I think it's in New Mexico uh, so two, two part question. Are you excited for back-to-back -back bachelorettes and which girl, which season are you more looking forward to the Katie or the Michelle season? Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to bachelor in paradise to be perfectly honest, but for BIP people. Um, yes. But I'm excited about the two bachelorette thing. I personally like the bachelorette better than the bachelor just because there's more guys obviously. And I feel like it's more straightforward. There's not as much stupid drama, um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then in terms of who I'm, who I like more, I think Katie's will be more fun. Michelle's will be more, I don't want to say serious, but I think it'll be similar to Matt's, you know, she's just the stand up girl. She's a really sweet, good girl. Um, so I don't know. I wish the best for both of them and hopefully they find their person.
Yeah. And I think I like bachelorette better too, but only when there's like, you got to have a good girl to run it. A good girl bachelorette is great. And then there's, there's probably like less drama with the guys with the drama that there is, I think great like where the chad johnson i talk about yeah. him a lot because that, that was my God. favorite season that, that was the season that got me hooked on onto this series with jordan rogers and jojo and chad johnson if you have not watched that season or know about chad johnson go youtube chad johnson like clips from <laughs> bachelor and it's it's like eight minutes of straight fireworks it's hysterical um so that's what we have to look forward to two more seasons uh our bachelorette back to back with katie and michelle and that's it. That's that's the season with Matt. Um, he comes away empty-handed uh, in this season, and you hate to see it. And uh, definitely a uh, a season to to remember slash maybe forget uh, based on the way you people won't forget this season. <laughs> but it wasn't the most enjoyable season. Is the best way to put it. Are are there any final touches, or do you want to put a bow on this season? Any final remarks uh, or parting parting words for the audience? Let's put a bow on this one. We're moving on. Are we doing Bachelorette? Are we, we, are we, we doing yeah, we'll, we'll, so they start. So I think that'll be in a couple months. And I think we should, because that's in a couple months is kind of right in the, the lull season of sports too, big time anyway. So oh, why, true. yeah, why not? Um, the people like it. The people want you back, Lauren. So why not? All even right. though, even though I'm not a huge Katie guy, maybe she'll turn a corner with me like uh, Michelle kind of did. So we'll see about that. And that wraps up our bachelor season podcast Woo! edition. Um, it's awesome. It's a, it's crazy that it, it um, went by this quickly because it seemed like just a couple of weeks ago, I texted you about this and uh, we just started. So that wraps it up. Uh, thanks everyone for listening uh, to these podcasts. We love doing it. Lauren, thank you for coming every Tuesday night. Um, it's been great to have your input and kind of teach me how to read people's uh, body language and who they like <laughs> and who they don't like, because you're able to read Matt like a book and I was not able to, and, and your predictions were better than mine. So maybe next Thank season you. I'll be better at reading the girl talking to the guy. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> um, Lauren, thank you as always. And at the latest, we'll have you back uh, after the first episode of the bachelorette. Sounds good. I can't wait.